Hey guys, welcome to the third episode of the Acre Podcast. Acre meaning arts, culture, religion, and entrepreneurship, and they're things we like to talk about. And today in studio, we are surrounded by uh, a group of people connected to a group called Campus Outreach. Uh, we're going to be getting into a lot of things today. Um, they're going to Chicago, but have a lot of uh, history with Fellowship Memphis and with uh, University of Memphis. So we're going to be talking all things uh, college culture, uh, what it's like to be a gospel minister on a college campus, uh, the struggles and the triumphs. And I think it's a great conversation. Hope you enjoy it. And we're surrounded by, let's just go around real fast. Tell us your name and what you are uh, in relation to campus outreach. Yeah. So my name is Tony Dentman, and I'll be leading up the Chicago expansion team. All right. I'm Jonathan Salinas. I am currently raising support to be in Chicago. My name is Gracie Ufod. I'm currently um, campus outreach staff here in Memphis, transitioning to be on the team in Chicago. My name is Anthony Cabrera. I am a contingent staff as well, and I am currently raising funds to be on staff with Chicago. All right. And full disclosure, everybody here is also a Fellowship Memphis member, except for Tony because he already moved mm. to Chicago. Uh, but hope you enjoy the conversation. All right, so some, help me understand. I don't even know what campus outreach is. I've heard the term numerous times, mm -hmm. but I have no idea what you guys do. So mm -hmm. uh, help me understand yeah. what campus outreach's goal is, what y'all are doing on campus, yeah. stuff like that. Campus outreach, college ministry, focus on college students 100%. We go to the campus, a full-time minister of the gospel, sharing the gospel with lost students. Um, but also, uh, once they come to Christ, we teach them how to read the Bible, we teach them how to pray, um, we teach them how to share their faith, and we... We entrust the gospel to them so they go share with their friends. So, um, well, what does that what does that process look like? I mean, if you're so you did it with U of M, right? Yeah. So you were on staff with Campus Outreach for U of M, but I mean, what do you do to do that? Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I even share my story. I mean, my freshman year, I showed up to Southeast Missouri State. Campus Outreach staff guy came into the dorms, knocked on my door, hung out with me, watched ESPN. Were you were you a Christian at that time? No, I was not a Christian at the time. Okay. He shared the gospel with me over and over and over. A couple of illustrations of me to Bible you just, studies. You just couldn't get it. I, I, I just didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. You got it. Four months. Invited me to the conference, and God just got a hold of my life, man. And and he regenerated my soul. Uh, I remember just sitting in the shower and just really praying and saying, man, if all of this is true, that if Jesus Christ did down across with my sin, man, um, that he loved me, and I want to get out of the shower, and I want to try him. Um, and the guy who led me to the Lord, came back and taught me how to read the Bible. He taught me what the red letters meant. He taught me how to pray. I remember sitting down with him and was like, hey, do I pray to God the Father? Do I pray to Jesus? Do I pray to the Holy Spirit? He walked me through that. He taught me how to read the Bible. He taught me how to pray. He taught me how to share my faith in. This is the campus um, outreach guy? Yeah, campus outreach guy. And okay. Upon graduation, he asked me, hey, uh, would you like to repeat this process on a college campus? And I was like, oh, I'm not sure about that because I got to raise support. <laughs> but God Now, really what does that mean? I mean, raise support. Um, so all four of us are... We raise our funds 100%. So our salary, we raise by, by churches and individuals in the church that, that help fund us and, and send us to the college campus. And So and part of your job is to hit the phones, hit the pavement, raise yeah. funds for your own position. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Um, okay. So what did that transition look like as you left from, I guess, being a college student at Southeast Missouri State? Yeah. Okay. And then U of M. I mean, what was that like? Because you had just, at that point, what, been a Christian for like four years? Four years. So Okay. I Not six up. like this Man. guy. Hey, right. Got yeah. some experience <laughs> on his belt. Right. Uh, but literally, four years later, I show up to a, a whole city, a whole different campus, a whole other world, and and we just walked on the campus. Did you we, have any Memphis connections before that? Uh, yeah, CO Memphis existed when we showed up. So so they were at the campus U outreach Memphis. So yeah, it was it was about four staff guys that were on staff. So 
How many how many people are on staff at a given time at a college campus? Well, uh, at the U of M right now, there's about ten full time <laughs> college ministers on the campus. Um, but because it is like the the hub city, so there's about twenty five people in the city that are on staff with campus outreach, uh, from office staff to resource staff to from media to all that good stuff. Just for U of M, uh, or Rhodes, Rhodes, Lemoyne, Lemoyne on. Um, so yeah. Wow, man. This is always a curious question I have. Like, why is it important that campus outreach exists? You yeah. Know? What? Um, so we say we're the, we're just the, the arms of the church. We're connected to the church, but we, we focus on college students. I mean, I mean, you got the pastors, you got the ministers in the church, and they, they, they got to think about all the members in the church for campus. They say, hey, we're going to go to that campus. We're going to share the gospel with law students. And when they come to Christ, we're going to plug them into the church. So um, that's probably a pretty easy thing to do with college students. Um, you would think so, but uh, <laughs> but but God has been blessing it. I mean, yeah. So um, with the prayers of the members of the church and the prayers of the saints, and God has been blessed. So what are some cool stories that have come out, kind of, with your work specifically? I mean, I don't want to talk about Chicago. So let's talk about U of M. Yeah. You know, what's some of the what are some of the things you saw? How long were you with there at U of M? Yeah, about eight years. So yeah. Eight years. Yeah. Okay, that's much longer than I thought. Yeah. Okay, so of course, eight years. What are some things that stand out to you that? You look back, you say, man, this is what Campus Outreach is about. I mean, even this team right here, I mean, you're talking about three graduates from the University of Memphis um, who are saying, hey, I want to take well, the gospel. two and a half. Yeah, he, he done. I mean, it's like a turn class over the summer. So, uh, <laughs> but, but literally saying, hey, man, I came to know the Lord on the college campus. I got plugged into the church, and, man, I want to go take the gospel to another city. I mean, like that, that story alone right there is enough. Um, so, and the reason that you say, let's not talk about Chicago, but like Memphis is a launching pad for, for changing the world. So, uh, what do you so, mean? I mean, I mean, look at it. I mean, you're talking about, they've been in the faith four years, um, five, six, um, but young believers are saying, Hey, I want to walk into a college campus with thousands of college students who don't know Jesus. And I'm going to preach the gospel. I like, like that's, that's amazing right there. We're not talking about somebody that's, that's been in the faith for 20 years. We're talking about young believers who are serious about advancing God's kingdom. Uh, Why are y'all going? Why y'all going? Uh, I'll go. Um, Well, I mean, first off, I moved to Memphis about seven years ago. I wasn't a believer, but I was at a a low spot in my life. And campus outreach, um, I met a guy in the weight room, Denny, who's going to be speaking with Fellowship Memphis in a couple weeks. But he's the first guy I met, and he – really just befriended me and started building a relationship with me, introduced me to some guys, and um, I ended up moving in with five random guys that I never knew but who pulled me into their house. And um, through the, through that community I built with them, I ended up um, seeing the gospel for what it was, and God used that to just change my life. And so what I thought was going to be two years of me being in Memphis um, ended up turning into seven years, and um, that really just made an impact on my life, wanting me to um, have this desire to build relationship with um, with young men and, you know, uh, specifically people like me who were just at a low point and just not knowing where to go, and um, seeing that I could, you know, I could be appealing to them and, and build a relationship with them and just share with them just what I feel um, and what I know to be the um just the only way to to go about living life and the only thing that's that's worth living for and so um i think that's why you know i want to be a part of campus outreach and, and start a movement um because it's, it just has a, a dear place in my life and being able to be a part of you know 
something like that, um, I could I could get behind. Just a quick question. How big is Campus Outreach? <clears throat> so you're talking about, I mean, Campus Outreach is in South Africa, Thailand, New Zealand. So it's, um, it's a global yeah, thing. It's, it's a global thing of, of ministries that's focused on reaching college students all across the nation. Okay. So why Chicago? So, I mean, Chicago is one of our, our national, I mean, our, our cities, our gateway cities of the nation, I would say. Um, and also half a million college students in the city. Um, and they lack. What are the big universities there? So you're talking about University of Illinois, Chicago is where we're going to start. But you got University of Chicago, top five on University, Northwestern, DePaul, Loyola, um, Roosevelt. Um, I mean, like you're talking about 70 plus colleges in that city. And what are you doing specifically? So um, we're starting at the University of Illinois, Chicago, and we're we're starting an organization on the campus and we're going to reach that campus and in four years expand. So is there not a campus outreach at that location right no, now? No campus outreach in the city of Chicago. So there's not a there's not a campus outreach at every college in the country? No. Okay, so you're going to start a new one. Yeah. All right. But my question is, why is it – so college is thought of as the season where, you know, you're going to graduate high school and then you can go and sow your wild oats, yeah. right? You can go and party. and You guys all have interesting stories that y'all were – y'all became Christians at sort of the front end of college. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's true. All right. So how does that happen? Right. So most people's mindset going into college is, man, I'm just going to go and have a good time. Yeah. Right. Like he's doing. I mean, and, uh, <laughs> you know, with his, with his, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, why, as you guys sort of reflect on your years in college, why would it be important that somebody kind of refrain from the dominant way of thinking, I'm just going to go have fun. What did it do for you essentially? You know, I mean, I would say for me, like, I came to college um, with the same kind of attitude. Like, I want to, you know, I'm, I'm out from my parents' household. I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, I'm going to make a name for myself. Like, this whole kind of um, any transition in life, you want to kind of recreate yourself in a sense. Um, and so that I feel like college students, they come with a mindset of I'm going to change in some kind of way. And so if we can come in um, with the gospel um, and show them that's the that's the real change and that's the only thing that will change you, honestly, um, I think that's why. Because that's what happened for me. Um, instead of having a mindset, I'm going to do what I want to do, I met not even a campus outreach staff, a student who was involved who just simply shared her life with me. That changed me, and that really um, gave me a bigger vision than I ever would have imagined um, being a college student. Um, so. so is there – is there any sense of like regret that you didn't have the opportunity to sow your wild oats? Does that make sense? I was I, I sold my wild oats literally um, my first semester. I wild out like yeah. I I was a church boy. My mother made us go to church for ten years of my life from eight to eighteen. So that was your first chance away from. I, I, I was living it up, you know. Um, and then I found I found out it it had to be something more, you know. It's like I got free. And then I lived out this life. I mean, from girls, sex, to money, to fame, to, to seeking all these things to the world. I was like, man, it, it just has to be something more. And mm-hmm. the dude knocked on my door and shared the love of Jesus Christ with me. And it made sense then, you know. So, wow. So. That's crazy, man. What about you guys? I, uh, well, see, I'm, I'm a first-generation college student, so I didn't know what college was going to be like. But I didn't know um, what I wanted to but what I, what I wanted to do was change the trajectory of my life. And, um, and your family even and, and my family even yeah um, didn't was not raised in a two-parent household with a father and mother I did have my grandmother there but it's, it's still different I wanted to um, be able to build a family in the future and 
um, I think what better way than uh, to learn about uh, what it means to be a godly man, a godly leader, godly leader and a godly husband. Um, so I think when I got to uh, campus outreach and they started introducing me to the Bible and uh, making me, not making me, but like just helping me go, helping me go through scripture, um, I've, I've, I got to see w what Jesus was like, who was just this godly man. I got to see what the godly husbands of the, of the Bible were. And um, and so I don't think, I don't have, I did kind of wild out a little bit my first semester. Um, and some of it did carry over to second semester, um, you know, free, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> here and there. But at the end of the day, like, I really wanted to um, be fulfilled, and I, I, I realized that Christ was the only thing that was doing that. I think it's important to hear this, because I think the, uh, there's a predominant cultural response to y'all's story, right? To say, man, what a waste, right? Yeah. You had four or five years just to go somewhere, be out of control, essentially, literally, from your parents. And then, uh, you know, eventually you got to be responsible and get a job and then go work and then do all that stuff. But at least for four, it's incredibly important to hear from that perspective that uh, there are alternatives that may be even better, you know, uh, that this isn't just a waste of uh, an opportunity, but you capitalized on something better. And I would also say that I didn't, like, if I wouldn't have been involved with Campus Outreach, I never would have probably traveled to a different country. My first country was South Africa. I went to a mission trip. I got to go to Belize on a mission trip. I got to experience these new places, like these new experiences I never would have gotten if I had not become a Christian. Um, so I don't. It wasn't definitely was not a waste, you know, yeah. of, of time. I, I gained experience joining this yeah. ministry. So I would also <coughs> add in on that too. Um, I mean, ooh, yep. So <laughs> yeah, I I did wild out before I came to Memphis. I was in community college for almost three years before I moved out <laughs> over here. And so I was, I was Are you old like 40. I'm 28. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I, when I moved here, I, I was a little bit older. And so I was, you know, I was like, man, like I, I need to find something better. And so um, when I, when I came to Memphis um, and I was s searching for something, I ended up coming to know the Lord um, through campus outreach, but I mean that also connected me to Fellowship Memphis, where I became a part of a church that was um, that looked like me, that was very diverse, but I'd never seen anything like it, and I wanted to be connected. And Fellowship was a very easy place to be connected and start meeting people um, that because I didn't know anybody in Memphis, I didn't know anybody on this side of the world or the United States, mm -hmm. and so you know, just being at Fellowship, I wanted to be there and. Um, be connected with the community and and then as I was in a discipleship group my disciple leader was like hey you know you need to join a church and so that's that's why I joined fellowship because I felt like it was a church home for me and that I can really serve in a church and I've never done that before and so kind of bringing it back to what fellowship is doing here in Memphis um, and how campus outreach is connected to that man it's it's really connected me to different parts of the city and different people um, even like a lot of people that I uh, train at the gym, like they go to fellowship, and so it's it's cool to just have that interaction and you know have that um, within the city. So as you guys, so going to Chicago, Memphis, whatever, I think there's there's probably some similarities between the way college people think. Um, so what, as you guys have interacted with college students, what are they thinking these days? I mean, what are the what are the consistent, um, I guess the consistent. Uh, 
arguments they throw to you probably against whatever if you're sharing the gospel with somebody uh if you're trying to you know present yeah. christianity and like what are some things that are on the minds of college students these days i, w- I would say probably it'll shock you when i was first coming on staff I was like man i'm a young guy i'm straight out of college i need to learn all apologetics i need to read reason for god i need to read rc bro like uh, theology like i need to get right and be able to have an argument to, to have all these <laughs> answers to all the hard questions yeah you get to the college campus, you realize, man, people are looking to to belong. They're they're looking for love and they're looking for a relationship. Like, and that's the greatest yeah. thing. Um, and a simple presentation is the fact that, man, let's walk through scripture and you find out that Jesus Christ loved you as is. And if you're the only person in the world, then he would have died on the cross for you and you sinned against him. Man, that's usually enough. Uh most of them not asking the deep question of of anything, to be honest. <laughs> like yeah. that's the sad. <laughs> that may be bad, but it, it's really like, man. It's love, relationship, and where do I belong is the, the deep question that college students are really asking. And who am I? That's also a big Well, the common perception, though, is that if you're going to college, it's your place to think, yeah. right? It's, it's You carve out time for partying and for thinking, right, to change your understanding of the world and all that. So you're saying that maybe that's a little inflated. And I, in a sad way, I, it probably should be <laughs> true, but I'm, I'm being honest. Like A lot of people feel like, hey, I don't do evangelism. I don't do this mission thing, but... People are looking for relationships, and we, and we see that all throughout scriptures more than anything. But um, they'll they'll get over the fact that you don't know the answer to. I can't even think of a hard question people even ask nowadays. Uh, but they'll get over that. You know that we'll we'll find that out together as we search scripture together, and they'll enjoy that just as much as you giving them a piece of paper that shows them all the answers. You know. So. But how is that relationship being initiated? Like you said, some guy just knocked on your door in college. Uh, yeah, became my friend. He invited he invited me to a Rams game. We took a road trip. He paid for the tickets. You know. Um, I met his family. We went to went to his hometown. Um, he invited me over for dinner. I mean, you're talking about a single guy, 24, 25 years old, cooked spaghetti without meat in it. You know, he invited me over his That's house. That's not spaghetti. Day, you know, <laughs> so uh, like he, he literally became my friend. Uh, like seriously, uh, to this day, um, I call him my big brother in reality. Huh? But you opened the door um, when he took, knocked on it. Well, I mean, he knocked on the door all the time. He kept pursuing me too. I used to, I, I didn't just open the door. It was times where he used to come around, and and it gets to the point where you know. There's going to be students a year from now that, that have a relationship. They're going to know we're serious about Jesus, and we're going to talk about Jesus when we come. So he used to come into my life, and I used to um, I used to turn off the lights and tell everybody in the room, be quiet, so he don't think we're here. He used to text me, and I, I wouldn't respond for weeks. you know. So I was running away from the Jesus side of him, but he pursued the relational side that it's like, man. He, he annoyed you enough. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and he actually loved me, too. It's like yeah. Loved the, you. Yeah. The people I'm trying to hang out with on Friday night and go to the parties and, and drink and all that, these cats, they ain't reliable at all. But if I call him, he got my back. So it's like, hey, it's not adding up. You know, so so you, you can personally attest to it's the relationship that people are looking for. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, that would explain a lot, you know, the way you see kind of people live a college season yeah. that, you know, they kind of manifest that desire in a bunch of different ways. Yeah. Is that kind of similar experience to all you guys? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, especially um, just being on the college campus for the past two years, especially with women, it's acceptance, um, whether it's looking in it from guys or from, um, I don't even know, like acceptance is a huge thing. And I think um, just the relationship aspect, like we can come to the campus with our Bibles open and ready, um, but that would be, that wouldn't be as, as uh, as effective with the, as like having our arms open already, if that yeah. makes sense. I mean, um, I can't even imagine. I'm going to date myself here, but <laughs> I mean, Facebook, the initial version of it came out my senior year of, of college. Really? Yeah. So I can't imagine 
living in a college culture in today's world, yeah. right? Where everything is documented online and everything is streamed and everything is, there's photos of you at every season and every event and every opportunity. Everything lives online, right? Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine, I mean, has that presented a unique challenge as you guys interact with college students, like with their pressures to present themselves in a certain way at all times uh, in the social media world? Mm, I think it gives people opportunity to put up a mask, especially if you're someone like um, that doesn't want people to know the real you, you want to present this persona. It's hard to dig deep, um, but I think that's where the relationship comes in, even like yeah. what Tony was saying, like that constant pursuit to get to the bottom of who you really are, um, just like Jesus does with us. Yeah. Okay, so let's say I join the team of Campus Outreach, right? I've raised all my funds, and it's Monday. What does my day look like? Um, for me, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll just keep going. Nice. Um, so I'll just walk you through my very first day on campus. Um, I my very first day on campus, new campus. I had I went to the University of Memphis and on staff at Lemoyne and other um, colleges in the area. Very first day, didn't know anyone. Um, so what I did, I figured out where all the college students were at lunchtime. Did they go to the cafeteria? Did they go to the little snack area downstairs? Figured that out go there i'm not hungry but i'll buy something so i can sit down with people and not look strange um and so i pick a table with some girls that look non-threatening <laughs> um, and um i simply ask hey can i sit with y'all and they're like yeah you can definitely sit with us and i strike up a conversation ask about um the you know the university um and as I'm talking to them, I realize the one sitting in front of me is the president of the Muslim Society, oh, wow. and the one sitting beside me is the president of the Gay Straight Alliance. And I'm like, yes, I picked the best table <laughs> on campus. Yeah. Um, but even just, um, I feel like that's that's that what we do. One. That was day one. Okay. And it just keeps getting more interesting from there. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Just been relationships with people from every walk of life through. So it yeah. is sort of what I'm imagining in my head, which is just you're on campus and you're just striking up random conversations. Yeah, you're you're a missionary to the college campus. Move-in day is the best day of the year. You're helping people move their their stuff into their dorms, and you're getting their numbers, and you're trying to become their friend. Literally, um, day one, you go into the cafeteria. I remember my first day on campus. I was so I was sweating bullets. Mm -hmm. Oh, so nervous. Prayer walk. Uh, to the campus, God, please bless this, you know, I see a dude sitting by himself, I go talk to him, and then I go to the cafeteria, I'm sweating even more, it's like, I'm literally just, I'm bouncing around, just asking the spirit, just, just lead me to somebody, and, and you do that literally every day, until, mm -hmm. until the point that you got so many friends and everything, then college ministers become the most popular person on campus, be, either because people run away from you, because they all know you, or the people who are running towards you, because they, they want to have a relationship with Jesus, so it's like, about a semester in, there's people running to you, but, um, but in the beginning stages, man, you know, you know, nobody. And you're the old person now, you know, like, oh, yeah, it's like I was in college. I was the coolest dude in campus. And then I went to a whole nother campus and I'm the old weird guy, like yeah. literally in one summer, you know, so. Yeah. Um, but, what are those conversations like, though? You said you walked up to a random dude on a bench. I mean, I'm, I'm recruiting him to be on my intramural team. I'm recruiting him to, to, to get beaten Madden. I'm whooping him in video games. I'm, I'm, I'm doing whatever they want to do. We. I go into their turf. I live in their world. Uh, I talk about their stupid high school football games for as long as they want to, uh, and then I'll talk about, hey, let's let's talk about something important in life. Jesus is the greater quarterback. Hey, yeah, 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 that's what it is. You know that. Uh, right. So, 
So we, we live in the world. We, we do what they want to do. I mean, he was in the weight room, and one of the campus Ari staff came into his life and, and, was, and worked out with him in the weight room for a season in his life, and he was sharing the gospel with him. You know, so uh, we just do life with college students. Wait, were you not a believer? You weren't a believer. I was not. When you started training. When, I, when you started working out at the – is that right, Iron Trap? Well, yeah. I mean, the, I, I've worked at Iron Trap for about a year now. So when, okay. I, when I first came to Memphis is when um, – When Denny. When Denny. Came I and Denny. started working yeah. out. And that was the school weight room. He's just working out in the gym. So Denny's just getting swole. Getting swole. Was. Over. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, so what's the timeline here? You're already in Chicago. Yep. So. All right. So you guys are – not in Chicago, no, right? Yeah. So, what's that timeline look like for each of you? So, great Grace is at about fifty percent. So, um, is it just a matter of fundraising at this point? You raise your fund, you pack up your bags, and you you get on the road. Okay. So, so Grace uh, is in the lead. Yep. She right. she she started. Um, she got a head start. These guys they start this week and they're starting to start raising their funds. Um, and they could be done tomorrow. They could be done two years from now. It's all about who's going to support them and who's not going to support them. So, what? She's at fifty percent. What are you guys at? Zero. They Zero. Start. They're <laughs> going to start this week. Well, you got to graduate, right? Um, I'm Is gonna, that happening in May? It's uh, in August. In August, okay. And are you at zero, too? Yes. So I'm you're just that. starting out mm-hmm. and raising your funds and stuff like that. So yes. do you have a goal, like when you want to be there by ASAP? As soon as possible. Yeah. As soon as possible. Um, we have a written goal to November at this point. but Okay. Is that usual, or does it usually take, like, six months, maybe? <laughs> if they get it in November, it'll be a miracle. <laughs> yeah. but, <laughs> We're thinking big. But it, it really like, is possible. It's, we're talking it, miracles here. Like, like seriously, I, we know a girl who raised a sport in a month, you know? Uh, so yeah. um, to raise um, – I ain't gonna throw a name on him. Oh, what's his name? But let's not. I guess. But um, <laughs> but guy raised my fund for Chicago <laughs> in three months, uh, and that was that was like miraculous. So it's possible. So three months is short. Three months short. What's it, what's typical? Eight months. It's it's like an average. But if you're about that life and you live support raising, then what does hey, it mean to be about that life? Like hey, on sixty the phone? hours a week. Hey, breathe, eat, support raising. Everybody you meet, it's a support meeting. Constant pitches. How, yeah, yeah, serious. Yeah. Everywhere you go. You're talking about Jesus. You're talking about, hey, would you like to get on board with what Jesus is going to do in Chicago? Okay, so tell me that. Let's say I've got my checkbook open right now. I'm saying, Tony, Tony, what are you going to do down there? You know, hey, hey, I'm going to go to the college camp. I mean, literally, God has blessed what happened in the University of Memphis, and and I was the first African American staff in our region to be hired. And the guy who persuaded me to come. What's on the staff, region? So, so the region consists of Middle Tennessee, A State, Southeast Missouri State, Murray State, all the campuses in Memphis. So, CO Memphis consists of about. Eight to ten schools. This was today. eight years ago. So yeah, yeah. So, so like 2009, you were the first African American staff member in that region. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, it's it's not many it's not many minority college ministers out there. So this team right here is probably one of the the first and most unique teams out there. Like yeah. seriously, you got a Hispanic, a second generation African, uh, Nigerian, <laughs> Nigeria, oh <my> <laughs> the whole continent. You know, I'm from everywhere. <laughs> So, uh, uh, Filipino, it's like this team don't exist. But the beauty of this team, and that's why you say why Chicago, because Chicago is, is a diverse city like that. Yeah. The campus we're going to is the top five most diverse campus in the nation. So just is that true? Like hands down. So it's it's diverse. But the minorities raising funds is a big deal. But God, he blew it out the water. And I came up. I showed up eight years ago. And we didn't have any any African Americans or even minorities involved in the ministry. And that's what they hired me for. And God blew it up. Like there's, I mean, we got probably. 15 minority staff now we're, we're out the water now so yeah. um we we gave birth and now we're just hitting up another city 
So. Right. So what what do you anticipate campus outreach being able to do for a city like Chicago? Oh, man, it's I mean, I, I literally when I'm dreaming about Chicago and how the city is set up and the nations in that city. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the partnership with the churches and the, the launching pads in the nation like Memphis literally has launched people to South Africa, Honduras to I mean, like we got missionaries all over from from just Memphis. Yeah. Chicago, the diverse and the, the people that you reach, they're already global people. Um, and the top caliber students, University of, of Chicago is a top five school in the nation right now. We're talking about with the Harvard and the Princeton. You raise up students from that campus, man. You're talking about future presidents type deal. Um, so, I mean, it's a city that you reach a college student, man, they're going to be the leaders of the, the free world. Um, so. Now, that's a pitch. Yeah. That's good. You yeah. know, I think a lot of people was like, man, I could give you a dollar. I could give a dollar to feed somebody. Yeah. You know, why should I give a dollar to campus outreach? And I think that makes a lot of sense. And, 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 and the unique thing about it, and this is not just campus outreach, but our ministry is a, a people ministry. We're not asking you to help build a house. We're not asking you to help fund, fund anything other than people to go to the campus full time. And we're raising up people. I mean, we're raising up pastors. We're raising up people who's going to lead that. That organization is going to feed Africa. We're going to raise up people who's going to going to go to all across the world. We're raising up the people for the organizations. That's what we do. We specialize in that. So uh, it's a beauty behind it, though. You know, I think I think you actually believe that. One hundred percent. That's how you raise your foot. No, you can definitely sense your your passion behind it, and you know your your determination. You're convinced that this is the best use, and uh, man, I think it's a great pitch. I think it makes a lot of sense. So where can where can people find you? Uh, online, I mean, if somebody wanted to learn more about Campus Outreach or even Tony or one of you guys, I mean, what's a good, what, how would you point them? Where would you point them? Um, we do have a website, um, clmemphis.org, um, and there's a list of our mission statement, what we do, the campuses we're on, our staff. Um, but so even if somebody listening to this is, is hearing all, all you guys' story and say, man, I want to give uh, or I want to support you guys, is there a way to do that, to find you online to do that? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, that's also on the website. Um, okay. Our um, information, all of our information is on there. And th- what was it again? Um, comemphis.org. Comemphis.org. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they have a, a list or pictures of the staff members, and then on the bottom there's the contingent staff, which is what me and Anthony are right now, so we raise our support. And I'm the very last person. <laughs> so okay. go on there, all the way down. Down. Down to the bottom, <laughs> yeah. and then find me. I go to Fellowship Memphis, so you could just uh, <laughs> come up to me, church, <laughs> talk to me. Yeah. All right. Um, well, cool. Well, guys, thank you for being on here. I think for me, it's clarified a lot. And I know Tony and you and Fellowship have had a long history together. Um, it's exciting to hear. I didn't even know you guys were Fellowship members. So um, that's really cool to hear. Uh, it's great to meet you guys personally. But um, I think just to reiterate, people can go to comemphis.org, find all you guys there, find out about the – is that specifically about the Chicago – launch or just you guys are on that page we're, we're on that page because we all are under the brother of co memphis right now so okay but it'll eventually become i guess co chicago or yep. something yeah once we get established okay and then are you leading that the whole chicago charge leading it all out so yeah tony dent so this this crew right here leading <laughs> i just take all yeah. the responsibility when they do great things <laughs> awesome well guys thanks for your time uh and we hope we wish the best for you um and eventually you're gonna graduate and things <laughs> yep. are gonna <laughs> head to chicago for you oh, too yeah um yeah, unless there's anything else you want to share, I think that was uh, that was what we needed to hear. Okay. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, thank you. So I much. share. I share one thing. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking about it. Um, one thing that separates uh, campus outreach from just all these other ministries is that I really feel like um, campus outreach will go in there and really build deep relationships with people. Um, 
and then even relationships that go into the church um just one that i could think of like i got these guys that were in my discipleship group like they're actually my brothers and they're they're i'm really close to them and i i can remember a specific time where um one brother was just really um really in a spot where he needed help and um he hit us up one night and like all of us showed up there and we were there like holding the rope for him and so i really feel like uh just with campus outreach we we do more than just evangelize like we we're, we're there and we're in the trenches with each other we we desire to build relationships um and even going back into the local church like we we want them to we all want to be connected get together because we're all you know under one body so i think i just, just want to throw that out there no i'm glad you did and as well like fellowship memphis just the the heart for multicultural missions and, and multicultural church is very very um important and something um i think everyone should get involved with especially out there in chicago uh, the 30 percent black 30 percent white 30 percent hispanic you know 10 percent everything else um and the 30 percent of the hispanic 80 percent of it is mexican the next 10 percent is puerto rican and i'm both of those <laughs> and i'm just like I really do think God's really preparing all of us in some way um, and has have prepared us you know, beforehand for those good works that Ephesians 2.10 gives us. And yeah. um, I really do, not just Hispanics, but we, we want to we reach everybody out there and to really build a multicultural um, ministry and a multicultural church. So That's awesome. Yeah, and in a sense, Fellowship Memphis is going to Chicago. Like the DNA of this church mm -hmm. is we embody it. I mean, it is who we are. Um, so. Um, yeah, we're not leaving Memphis. We're just expanding. You're Memphis. taking Memphis. We're just <laughs> taking it somewhere else. Yeah, so, yeah. Jesus and Memphis, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. Okay, so comemphis.org. Follow up with you guys. That's how people can reach out to you. And uh, thanks for being here. Really appreciate it.